The end of 2014 is almost here, which means our Game of the Year episode is quickly approaching, and we want to hear from you. Go to speakpipe.com slash GameWareExpress and let us know what you think is the best game of 2014. Melganis equals fuck you. Yeah. I don't know anymore. Must sleep. Add second dark bomb. <laughs> That's I, what I'm gonna do. The whole episode is just read your Hearthstone notes, notes <laughs> well, in a very I, surreal, calm manner. At least someone else will um, understand and appreciate those notes. Because no one else on this podcast will play Hearthstone with me. I tried it, dog. I just didn't like it. It's what do you mean? Tried you, it. you gotta get it's, through the like shitty beginner decks they give you. It's we better had this discussion. I, I mean, I, at I, this, the, even if like that was the case, <laughs> like I like I said before, I'd rather just play real card games. But you know, then you need like to see what? another person in real life. I'm down with that. That's no. how I always did it. No, because people are mean and smell bad, and I hate them. If, <laughs> I'll tell you honestly, I didn't have a lot of fun when I first started uh, with the beginner decks. Until I really got like past that and started watching people and learning more about the game, mm-hmm. and then I just I started really enjoying it more, and I really think that has a lot to do with it. So if mm-hmm. give it a second chance, man. All it's... you need is a little, just a little, little coaching, just a little push. Just like stand up on the edge, and I'll just push you over. Okay, but the problem it's, is it's you don't want to not... give him a little push. You want to give him like a shove, like a tackle. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah. It's, it's just not the same as actually like holding the cards in your hand and like interacting. But you can like move the mouse, and then like when you're about to win, you can be like, "Hey, well played," but actually, fuck you, because I'm about to win. <laughs> That's basically what that means. I mean, you could do that in real life. No, because then like I will get in trouble for cursing someone out for that's playing true. some well, cheap ass card. Well, that's why you don't curse. Well, it's also fun. You too. keep it in your brain. No, yeah. then my brain will explode. How you how you say things behind a computer screen is the same as how you say things in your mind when you're in front of a person. But can I listen to inappropriate Blink One Eighty Two songs while I play like real cards? Because I don't think so. You, you put headphones headphones on. Headphones on, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. So. But see, it's also fun. Don't because... defend him. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm the, He's I'm... only telling the truth. Uh, I'm the impartial third party, mm-hmm. but it is fun whenever you're playing somebody and you're losing like 29 to three, and you write well played, and they're like, ah, they're about to concede, and then you blow them up for 29 damage, <laughs> and they're like, what, <laughs> what just happened? And you're like, ah, I mean, you could still yes. also do that in real life. You'd be like, you oh, could well but... played, and they're like, oh man, I'm about to win. Then you just throw down the card on the table. You play yeah, Exodia. Like, yeah. You play Exodia, <laughs> and it's all over. <laughs> exactly. Or you find. I used all... to do that actually. I had Did an Exodia deck, Exodia deck in Yu-Gi-Oh. You know what's more satisfying? We're not than talking that? about Yu-Gi-Oh on this we podcast. We could though. We no. could. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's more satisfying than playing Exodia? Finding all seven Dragon Balls yeah. in the Dragon Ball Z card game. <laughs> I'm leaving now. No, Bye. actually, I'm not doing that. Turn anime bullshit podcast. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Hearthstone Express, Baton Rouge's only Hearthstone. Po- no, is that that's not what this is? No, that's no. Not what this is. Oh my bad. Oh, but I have all of your notes right here that I'm ready to read. Mm, let's not do that. Okay, Th- that's their notes. They're for private eyes only. But I really like some of them. 
This is like game. Pri- do you mean private th- investigators? Th- th- what? You said private eyes. No, for for like I don't want people knowing my super Hearthstone secrets because they're super secret. So you hire private investigators so you can to store the notes for you so that you, you can keep it from other people. You know. I just put them in my backpack. It's a pretty safe place. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. This is Gameware Express. I'm Adam Arinder. I'm Vaughn Venters. And I'm Nick Seegers. It's Friday, December the 19th, 2014. This is our last real show of the year. You say that with quotes and such sarcasm. I, I don't know what you mean. No, I mean because this is our last show where we're going to sit here and do this like it's relevant and timely. Because next week will be our big game of the year show. Oh, yeah. That, that one. That sounds exciting. Steven is in Japan. Nick is... I'm sorry. Neil is out sick. So we've brought in front of the show... Nick Seegers to replace him. Welcome back, Nick. Thank you. It's great to be back. I just wanted someone to talk Hearthstone with the whole show, and I know Vaughn doesn't <laughs> want to do that. So, I mean, kidding. I can understand all the Hearthstone Lego. So that's true. I mean, it's kind of similar to Magic Cards, from what I, the little I understand. Like about you Magic just, Cards, you just throw numbers my way, and I can put together the pieces. That's right. Well, see, that's why I like Hearthstone so much. Is it's just a big fat numbers game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's all strategy. It's all getting in your opponent's mind, and you can't even see them. You don't even know. It could be a robot. We had that problem for a while. Robots, <laughs> Literally. Robots. Yeah. Shaman bots. So for this week's <laughs> intro question, completely unrelated, oh dear. I want to know, now we always talk about the music in games, like what game has the best music, but I want to get more specific than that. What's the worst music? No. Oh. I want to know what your <laughs> favorite song is, specific song in a game. Oh, why you do this? Oh, did I stump y'all? I didn't think this would be... I thought everybody had, like, their... I have a favorite song. Oh, there's a lot of good songs there in video really games, are. dude. Like, there really are. That's why we always put them in, like, different, like, actual, like, categories of music instead of just in one song. There has to be but one that's, like, when you hear it, you're like, yes. There is, there is one song, though, that comes to <laughs> mind from my childhood, like, back in the day when I was playing Donkey Kong Country 1. Okay. Having the hardest amount of time beating that game. But the music in this one level just kept wanting me to push on through to actually, like, beat it. And that song was the Fear Factory. Okay. Oh, that song is so good. Yeah, it had a lot of the best levels like during that like segment too. Like, uh, that was when uh it started having music with uh not music but segments of the level with the lights turning on. And oh off god! And the barrels igniting yeah. with fire. All the oil barrels. Those levels were hard. They really were. <laughs> and audience, forgive me for this. Was that the one where it's? Is that the song where it's like do 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 do? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I love that song. That, that song, song is amazing. so good. Oh. And a lot. It comes from a game where all the all the songs in that game were really good. Oh, for sure. So to pick one out of like an amazing soundtrack done by David Wise, of course, we talked about this before, but. <laughs> Just that song just drove me to become. It was the driving force for me to become better at games. <laughs> Excellent. Beating Donkey Kong Country was not an easy feat. So I once can... I did that, I was like, man, I could beat anything. Yeah. Get your motivation going. For Welcome real. to the show, Vaughn. It's good to be here, Nicholas. Yes, sir. 
Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> um, I actually was kind of scared when you first asked this question because I was like, oh, we could be here all night and I could talk about <laughs> some amazing songs. But Songwear one, Express. Songwear, yes. One f- actually popped into my mind very suddenly and it See? surprised me. Um, and I'm going to go with Persona 4 Golden, the Nevermore remix of I'll Face Myself. Yeah. Mm, that song one. pumps me the hell mm-hmm. up. Because for me, not having played it before, I was playing through. And then when I first heard I'll Face Myself, I was like, what is this? This is <laughs> this is delightful. I would love to kill some bosses to this music. Let's go. <laughs> and so I enjoyed that. But then when I got to the end of the game and that played, I was like, Oh, what? Shit got real. And I just got all excited and really it just surprised me at how good it was too because it wasn't, it went from that rock style all of a sudden almost like classical rock mm-hmm. style with the violins and just, I, th- I thought it was just a fantastic song while you were fighting an epic boss. Yeah, I agree. I love the Persona 4 soundtrack so much. It's so, so. good. Excellent. Welcome to the show, Nick. Thanks. Also a good game with a lot of good songs. Oh, oh yeah. I actually have that soundtrack on my wish list for uh, Christmas. And oh, I, really? I think I might get it. Ooh, I'm excited yeah. if I do. He's definitely one of my favorite um, game composers. Because uh, I have Persona 3, Persona 4, Catherine, all those soundtracks on my iTunes. Nice. I frequently listen to them while I play Hearthstone. Excellent. Um, mine probably goes back to one of my favorite games from my childhood, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, more specifically, Chemical Plant Zone is oh, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. I find myself recently constantly like humming it, and I don't know why. But like Steve <laughs> and I, <laughs> Steve and I would in the past couple of weeks have been you know traveling a lot for work, and we keep passing all these like chemical plants. So he's like, "There's a chemical plant," and I'd always go like, "Do do 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 do." Yes. <laughs> so I love that song. I love that stage. I love that game. Oh, yeah, for sure. So let's see a common trend here. It's all, like, games that we really enjoyed, like, playing, and it's all music that, like, got us hyped up. That's pretty true. It could be because I I, yeah. I played because that's only the second you know the second level the second uh, stage in yeah. uh, in Sonic Two so I maybe heard it so much but mm-hmm. you think like Green Hill Zone or something would be more memorable to me but no it's definitely definitely Chemical Plant Zone for sure so well I can definitely agree with that because I remember when I was a kid playing Sonic Two that was pretty much the only level I could get to <laughs> so you heard it a lot yeah but it helped that it was good. Mm-hmm. So you kept going. That game was hard. As a it's kid, still kind of oh hard. God. Yeah. So welcome to the show, guys. Thank y'all for joining me. Uh, you heard it at the, the ad at the top of the show. We're still looking for y'all's game of the year. If you're listening, go to speakpipe.com/slash/gamewareexpress. Let us know what you think is the best game of 2014. Nick, I expect you to um, call in and uh, let us know what your game yeah, of the year is. That, me- that means you too, buddy. Yeah. Okay. You have, you have to do that. <laughs> I don't know when or how. You go to speakpipe.com okay. slash Gameware Express. Oh. You click the little record button, and you yammer on for about 60 seconds. But before you send it in, be sure to hit the listen back button to make sure that you're, you know, you're speaking clearly and slowly and like where I can understand you, unlike what I do every week on this show. And then you hit send, and then I'll get it. Sounds good. So be sure to do that. Uh, before we get into what we've been playing, we're going to take a quick break. I need to add more breaks on the show just so I can add all the songs we talked about in the intro question. Right. Stick around. Yay. Gamer Express will be right back.
hope you all enjoyed Vaughn's favorite song from Donkey Kong Country. So let's get into what we've been playing. Uh, Nick, I know you went and finally beat Pokemon. I did. Omega Ruby? Yes. That's the one I started with. Third gen is terrible. I think we can all agree to that, but... Not anymore. I'm oh, sorry. God, I can't do it anymore. Ooh. Oh no, I'm a bad person. So tell us or tell us what's changed for you. Why, why did you like this remake so much? Well, I noticed with X and Y, because one thing I know I've a lot of us have dreamed of as Pokemon fans is... Whenever a stadium came out, it was like, oh my god, 3D battles with great effects. Why can't all Pokemon games be like this? And it took them about, you know, 13, 14 years to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A long period of time. Okay. And so when X and Y came out, I found myself drawn to that, especially. Just the actually feeling more involved in the battle with those 3D effects. Now, obviously, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire have done that. Right. Um... But for some reason, they've they have modified the story a little bit, just a tad, mm-hmm. um, not very much. But for some reason, this playthrough, the water bullcrap that we've all come to know and hate, mm-hmm. seemed less prominent. Okay, I only had to dive maybe twice right. in the story, and I was done. Mm-hmm. Now maybe I don't remember it correctly from when I was younger, but I just it didn't bother me this time. It was more of an enjoyable experience. And it was kind of an interesting story with, um, spoiler alert, when you unleash the legendary Pokemon mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm going to screw up your Earth. And depending on which version you have, it either creates intense sunlight or a torrential downpour upon the oh, Earth. Oh no, it's more sunny. How terrible. Well, they say it's going to burn up the Earth if it keeps going. So oh, that's okay. a problem. I'd fear the torrential downpour more than like, oh no, the sun's bright today. Mm-hmm. Let me put on two pairs of sunglasses. <laughs> well, no, because everybody's sitting there going like, wow, this is slightly unbearable. Like, oh, gotcha. we're burning oh. up. And of course, that's the one I got playing Omega mm-hmm. Ruby. And it felt more interesting that a Pokemon was essentially creating the problem for the planet. Mm-hmm. Whereas in almost every other game, it's a team or right. a person. That's like, I'm going to destroy the world. Yeah. I'm Team Flare. I hate people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was like, this Pokemon just woke up and is just pissed. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, now I got to go stop this Pokemon. So that felt a little more interesting for me. And I know you were telling me off show, right right Mm -hmm. after you were on the show last time, uh, one of the big problems I had with third gen is so much fucking backtracking. Like, you go here, and then you have to go back, and you said they fixed that in this one? Utterly eliminated. Oh, wow. Okay. Um... Because if you remember, the first area, the first, like, five gyms is just one giant circle yeah. of a clusterfuck. And you keep running in circle. You keep going back and forth and back and forth and having to backtrack a lot, as you said. That is 100% correct. I mean, because I just... Oh, I, God. I quit- having to resurf that whole bottom section mm-hmm. because the boat guy's gone? Like, fuck that. Because I quit playing... This one, right when I got to the gym where your dad's at, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, way fucking better than you, so come back when you have four badges, okay? Correct, and at that point, you I don't believe you have any badges. No, I do not have exactly. no, I have no badges. So what ends up happening is, after you get your first badge, you backtrack just a tad bit through the forest, which is, like, two more seconds. That's yeah, yeah. not a big deal. And the boat guy takes you to the second badge. He then takes you to... Slateport, where all the boats and crap are, mm-hmm. and then you head north to Mauville, get your third badge, go up the mountain, herp a derp around, <laughs> come back down the mountain, get your fourth badge, 
Now, normally, this is the part where you would have to do an ass ton of backtracking to get all the way back to that first city you go to mm. to get back to the fifth city correct mm-hmm. or your fifth where your dad is yeah. and instead your rival shows up and there she's like oh hey you beat the fourth gym want to go find your dad <laughs> <laughs> and if you click yes it literally the game just puts you in front of the neck the fifth gym all the way back at the front and you're like here it is wow okay. and you're like wow i don't have to spend three hours getting back here Mm-hmm. And then when you're done that, you don't have to backtrack because normally what happened in the original games was once you beat that gym to get back to New Mauville, you had to go to the boat, mm-hmm. but the boat guy's gone. So you so, so you had to surf too yeah. much water, literally maybe like a three hour trek yeah. with all the trainers, all the wild encounters, and oh, I want to stop at the sunken ship, mm-hmm. enjoy that. And then it would take forever because I, I actually did it back in January. And I was like, right. why am I doing this? <laughs> oh, my God. But this time, your rival or somebody shows up again and is like, hey, so now you can surf, you know, like near that area near New Mauville. <laughs> so just want to go there? <laughs> yes. And poof, you're there. So all of that backtracking, gone. It, it it makes me feel better that a uh, Nintendo and Game Freak went back and recognized their problem mm. and fixed this, and b the fact that they recognized this problem justifies my bitching of this generation. Essentially, <laughs> that is time. that is correct. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. it's a big enough issue for them to go and change the way the game is played to make it more streamlined and easier to cut out all that bullshit. I have yeah. to one hundred percent agree with you. If they flat out enabled these methods of teleportation to get you to all these points. To where you don't have to surf those bottom routes for about three hours. Yeah. Then it was obviously that was an issue. A bad game design. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. For the makers to be like, yeah, that was dumb. Let's take it out. You're absolutely right. I agree. Now, um, see, I only played Emerald. I didn't play Ruby or Sapphire. In Emerald, okay. I can catch like all the legendaries. So obviously, in these games, do you just catch your cover boy? And yes. Can you catch Rayquaza? Yes. Okay, so you just can't catch the other legendary. Yes, you okay. are if. In Omega Ruby, for instance, you will be catching Groudon mm-hmm. and Latios. Okay. You do not get another. You don't get any chances at all at Latios or Kyogre until they make an event. Until they make an event that'll give it to you. Now, granted, they already have an event for the Latios and Latios. Oh, do they? It's called the Eon, Eon Ticket. Eon Ticket. A select few people got it from Nintendo, uh. and they can street pass it. Oh, to everyone else. Okay. So it's like a virus. Yeah, yeah. And so, so okay. if you randomly street pass one of these people that has the ER, you will ticket, get it, and you will go back and to the island. And you won't know until you just turn, like you turn the game on. It's like, hey, you have a street pass. Hey, you have a street okay. pass. Oh, this person had an Eon ticket. You get to enjoy it too. But now you're also a carrier mm. of the Eon ticket. That's so kind of smart. I like that. That's better than I have to go not... to GameStop and now I have to get a card they ran out of, like with the like shiny Gengar. Yeah. Or Deonce. That's Deonce. I didn't get one. Yeah. So now I don't know how to get one. So that's kind of mm. crappy, but it's encouraging, and I might go back and play this game more now after hearing you talk about how they fixed a lot of the a lot of the problems. Immensely fixed. Okay. And also, one thing they did in this game, just as a little tidbit, there are three Pokemon that you can surf on that will actually 
you'll actually see that Pokemon. Oh, so it's not just like Lapras? It's not just a black dot. Or, yeah, or a black dot. A black amorphous blob of a fish. That's kind of cool. So who oh, are those three Pokemon? One is Kyogre. Okay, that makes sense. One is Sharpedo. <laughs> okay. You get to ride a shark. Who doesn't want to play this game now? <laughs> That's true. Um, and I, I do I like Sharpedo. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, I forget the third. I think it is Lapras. Okay. Because so Lapras was like that in X and Y. If you surfed yeah. on Lapras, it actually was a Lapras. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So if you surf on those three Pokemon, That's cool. then you will actually see them, hmm. which is... Do any of the more of the Pokemon, because I know in X and Y, if you caught a Pikachu or used a Pikachu, it would be like, Pika! And that was the only Pokemon that said his name. Do, do any of the Pokemon say their name yet? I believe Besides, it's still just Pikachu. Okay. Which actually... Like the mascot, mascot. Yeah. That actually made me chuckle, because as you know, you can sneak up on Pokemon. Uh, yeah. And I was actually just walking around, and all of a sudden I heard, Pika! And I was like, <laughs> okay, there's somebody... There's a Pikachu somewhere that's, that wants me to sneak funny. up on it. And I just... I'm not going to do that right now. So... That's one thing I hope I that the game does more of things like that. If you, like, yeah. they they'll add all seven hundred forty. Well, that something. might take a while. I mean, you know, even in the <laughs> anime, seven hundred nineteen voice actors. Even in the anime, not all yeah. of the Pokemon say their names. Sometimes they're just like, Rah! yeah, like you know, Vaporeon. They all still have voice actors for those. That's true. Pokemon though, That's right. where it's just like their names are just grunts. I don't or need like the anime canon Pikachu voice actress. I'm sure. Is it still the same but voice she, actress from like? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She's adorable though. For the past like it twelve years. It is the years. real Pikachu. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, now I know. Now it's I not know. like you know. What's it? Tracy Morgan going, Pikachu! <laughs> <laughs> it's that's not what it is. So. Uh, how's the post game stuff? Um, do they start pulling in stuff from like X and Y and all the, the previous generations? Honestly, or? it's more like X and Y. Well, uh, actually, that does remind me. They're actually Rayquaza. How you get Rayquaza is actually its own post game story event. Okay, that's kind of cool. It's actually like a played out, like not the just main story. Climb this tap mountain and go catch this thing. Exactly. There's actually a lot of stuff you have to do and further this post story. Kind of like what they did. Kind of like what they did in Crystal with Suicune. They yes. kind of added a little narrative around it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Except I almost feel like yeah, in Kurum in Black and White too. But you guys didn't finish that one. Nope. <laughs> no one did. Nope. Except for Vaughn. <laughs> I think Vaughn is. You're the I'm only the one. only person in our group of friends that actually you know you really are. did that. <laughs> you so. are. I give you props for that. <laughs> I um, enjoyed it. I loved it. <laughs> Fair enough. But in this one, um, unlike in X and Y and other stuff, you actually have to go through this event before you can get to, like... They revived the Battle Mason from X and Y and brought it into this game. Uh, mm-hmm. I know what I'm not doing. The Battle Mason. <laughs> that, Is that what y'all did I'm, together? Yeah. yeah. Stream? Yes. I mean, we, like... <clears throat> We pretty much have every trophy in X and Y. There's yep. no need to do it again. At least I know yep. I have them. I have all five of them. Well, so. I was going to do it again, um, but as I was transferring my Pokemon from Pokebank, they were like, oh, by the way, you've got like 50,000 Pokemiles. You just want to make that 500 battle points? And I was like, sure. Yeah, all right. Now I don't have to do the Battle Mason. <laughs> That's done. Hooray, I um, just bought like a bunch of stuff for free. Basically, which kind of made me aggravated because I was slowly trading and transferring all my battle items over. Mm-hmm. And now that was essentially a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Also, I might check that out. Vaughn, are you going to check that out? I mean, as soon as I get my 3DS capture card, I'm going to be streaming it. it uh, I'm going to be streaming my first playthrough of it. Okay. So well, I, I will be there. I guess I I'll... think a lot of people will be there <laughs> yeah. just to watch me like this game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, like just to watch me like struggle through it, and then I'll probably eventually like it. Can I just sit there over your shoulder and be like, 
this is fucking stupid. Yeah, go for it. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> By all means, go do whatever you want to, but make the chat more entertaining. But the Delta episode has the best ending scene. It's so absurd without spoiling it. You will laugh your asses off at how absurd it is. I know I did. Okay. Um, Vaughn, I know you've been playing Smash. I'm sure you have to, Nick. How's how quickly how's the Smash update going? Uh, it's pretty much the same as it's been like the past couple of weeks. Still trying to do all the challenges. I'm actually almost done now. Wow. I'm okay. literally two custom headgears away from c- completely 100%ing the game. You that is dedication. Yeah. And you're crazy. <laughs> I even did the challenge where it's like complete classic mode on 9.0 intensity without losing a life. It only took me like 30 minutes to do that because I've been playing so much classic mode as it right. was. Because yeah, yeah, there's one challenge where you have to beat it on 7.0 intensity with every character. Wow. So it's like, okay, wow. I know how to beat Master Core is like first four forms. That's dedication. The only sir. thing so I really have to worry about is the Master Fortress. So how's that? Talk to me about that. What? The Master, Master Fortress? Fortress? It's okay, okay, I guess. <laughs> like it's it wasn't as epic as like the the announcer dude on the Smash Direct. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Smash yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't as epic as he made it out to be. Oh, okay. Like you yeah, just kind of run through some stuff you just and run through like a really like easy maze. I don't even know if you would call it a maze. I guess you just go through it and you beat Master Core's four hearts, and then that's the end of it. There's sounds a, exciting. Two, two, two hearts <laughs> for two waves. And um, they give you a heart container after you beat the Master Shadow or whatever it was. The clone of yourself. Okay. So that you actually can get through it somewhat okay. Cool. And it has like these little acid portions inside the maze. Kind of like in the Great Cave Offensive with the lava pits. The that will just panels, like kill you. Yeah. They don't kill you at 100, but they kill you I think around 100 and... 40 mm-hmm. something of the sort like i got killed by a couple of that a couple of times i was pretty mad but i just <laughs> I went back in and i just beat it cool two stocked it with jigglypuff <laughs> twice oh <laughs> now in the announcer's defense though i think he could make anything sound exciting yeah true i mean true. he could music you're about to get a root canal <laughs> and i would be like let's go <laughs> drill my teeth yeah two two headgear pieces away that gives me the last trophy that I need to get, and I will have everything. I have all the custom moves. 139 out of 140 challenges done. Wow. It's about to be finished. And, of course, I've been playing it, but that's that's just <laughs> Yeah. So, Nick, are you this crazy about this game, or are you still just kind of going through it? How, how are you? I'm just playing it about a month out. Every so often here and there, trying to see if I can get a little bit better. Vaughn and I will play one-on-ones every so often, and we have a yep. blast. And, you know, just... Uh, I'm not all about unlocking everything and how much time that requires, <laughs> unfortunately. It takes entirely too much time. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. You want to know how many hours I have logged on my I, like system right now? I actually do. 340. <sighs> and there it is. 300 and, let's say, 50 hours to unlock all of Smash Brothers Wii U. That's crazy. People are going to want to experiment with all those custom moves in our community though, so somebody has to do it. I know they do, but still. Oh, so I did it. <laughs> That's every time. Every time someone picks something custom, just, remember, just go in their ear and be like, you're welcome. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I plan on doing. So cool. Um, Yeah, I haven't really played much Smash since like the game came out. Just been playing other things and traveling a lot, so it's kind of tough. I understand. Um, 
Papers, Please came out on iPad this week, so I downloaded that and played it, even though I have it on my, uh, my Steam library, because that seems like one of those games that would be better on iPad, and yeah. they are right. Hmm. So I had never played Papers, Please before, and I, you know, I started playing it one night, and three hours later I realized it's been three hours. Wow. So I guess for those not in the know or haven't played it yet, like um, me. Yeah, you're you. It takes place in this um, sort of Russian USSR kind of country in the '80s, so in light of the Cold War, and like your your family, you win the lottery and you get this job of being border security checkpoint officer, and the family they're putting your family up in you know government housing, and so you have to like make rent every day, and you have to pay for food, and you have to pay for heat. And keep your family, you know, alive. Can I just say this sounds like an awful lottery? Oh yeah, I much. don't, I don't want to win this lottery. Um, so they come up and you're sitting there every day. You have a twelve-hour shift in your little booth, letting people into your country. It starts off pretty simple. It's, it's, it starts out pretty simple where it's just we only let people from our country in, turn everyone else away. Okay, but when do the animatronics start to attack? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. God damn it. <laughs> You said like twelve hour shift, and I was like, "That's it." Freddy's is only a six hours. It's shift, only six I know, hours. I know, but I heard shift with hours, and I was like, "All right." So when does Foxy run down the Mexican border to kill you? <laughs> so the way the way to keep your family alive is you need to earn money, and by earning money, you get five dollars, for lack of a better term, for every like person you get right. Okay. So you're like the first person comes up, papers please, and they give me their passport. I'm like, okay, is it this country? Or is it not? Let them through. And then they start introducing more and more things. Like, all right, now everybody who's coming in needs an entry ticket. Okay. So then you have to match up. So they give you your passport and they give you the entry ticket. Do the names match? Yes. Is the expiration date over? Yes, no. You know, you have to check all these things. Hmm. And then every single day there's a new thing to check. So eventually, like on day two or three, a terrorist attack the like border, which shuts down your day early. So if you didn't earn enough money, oh well, fuck you, because your day's over. Oh shit! And then like randomly, your kid or your wife will get sick, and you have to decide if you can spend the five or ten dollars that you earned on medicine. So what do you not pay for? Do you not pay for food? Do you not pay for heat? Then the next day, it's like, well, they're cold. So now you need to make sure you pay for heat. It's just like this terrible experience. I don't know why oh I'm doing God. it, but it's like I got to keep keep doing this and then but eventually i played it probably for like i don't know three or four hours and then it just became like too much like they're trying to do too much too many things to check where i was becoming too stressed out yeah. i'm like i know that, that that's like the point of the game now are you timed in checking all of this stuff per person no I, I mean you could sit there and check one but then you don't earn any money and then you can't pay for rent and then you can't pay for food. So then your family starves and dies. Okay, so you actually do want to be quick. Yeah, you need to be quick. So time is of the essence. And every time okay. you get one wrong, this like little like fax printout comes out the bottom and it tells you what you did wrong. So every time I like one seems too easy and I let them through, I'm like, oh god, here it comes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. But they try to work other things and like they try to make you like play with like these moral things. Cause like a husband will come up. And they like he can go through. It's like, all right, be nice to my wife. She's next, and then she comes through, and her papers are wrong. Oh. So it's like, are you the dick who just sends her away and splits up that family? Well, it's like, well, yeah, because your papers are wrong. I need to supply my family. Sorry. Yeah. Or like this one, like sometimes they come in and give you like cards to like a like a strip club or something. They're like <laughs> dancers. I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to bribe me. But like this one time, this girl came in. She's like, I'm a dancer for whatever. Don't let this person in. Because he'll try to steal my passport and like murder me. 
So I, I remember his name, and he came up, and his papers were right, and I need money. So I sent him through. And every day you get a, like a newspaper clipping, and one of the newspaper articles is like, stripper found dead. Oh. And I'm like, oh, whoops. Ooh. My fault. Not really. More, so it plays with your moral heartstrings, yeah. like you're and, saying. That's crazy. And like one of the big things when it came out on iPad is Apple tried to censor it because mm. one of the things is after someone gets through and it's a suicide bomber, from this specific country, the next day you have to like x-ray body scan every person from that country. Ooh. And of course, you know, when an x-ray body scan, they're naked. Because Ooh. so there's like a nudity option, which you can turn on or off now, but it's like you take the thing, and you're like, okay, do they have a bomb on their chest? Do they have a knife on their thigh? But Apple banned that as like pornographic. But it's like if you find like these like blurry, pixelated like boobs or penis pornographic, like there's something wrong with you. So, like, that whole thing was a mess. So, it launched that day, and people raised a fuss because it's, like, it's just part of the game. It's one of those things where it's, like, messing with your morality. It's like, is this okay for me to be full body scanning people? I mean, well, isn't it rated, like, I don't know, It's like rated T? 18 plus. It's, like, it's rated M, quote, unquote. Well, then that's exactly. your problem. If you're letting your kids download that, not understanding that it says 18 plus on it, then guess what? And it's just one of those things people are calling Apple hypocrites because they've released other games with boobs in them. They release movies, with you know, with nudity in it. So after like after about maybe not even 24 hours, they they settled it. They were able to put it back on. It's just you have to go to options because the nudity options defaulted to off. Ah, One of the PC okay. versions defaulted to on. So whatever. So I mean, I played it. I don't know if I want to play much more of this. They started like doing other things where like the spy like secret organization wants like overthrow the government. It's like trying to like pass me notes that I'm supposed to pass on to other people, and like they gave me this like ledger with all this code, oh like, my all these God. letters, and I'm supposed to like let their people in, but I have to like make the code and decipher who they are. That takes time. And I guess they're going to give me money. I don't really know. They should give you additional money for some of this. Yeah. Holy crap. And like, there's this one thing where like one of the security guards is upset because he doesn't make enough money. So he's like, well, if you detain more people, I'll split some of my you know bonus with you. But it's like, well, I don't need to detain these people. They're not doing anything wrong. So it's, it's again, playing with that morality thing. I didn't do it. I just try to do my job the best I can. Like, go in, go out. And I'm only going to detain you if you're trying to sneak a bomb in. Right. So it, it it was on a lot of people's game of the year, like top five and top ten lists of last year. And I guess I could see, like, the messages trying to portray. Because it's one of those, it's like, why is this fun? Why am I doing it? Well, the point of the game is it's not fun. And that that's the point. Because I'm sitting there, like, literally just, okay, does the date match up? Do you know, does this look like you? Are you male or female? Are you from this country? Because while you're all doing this, you have a little book. Of all the different countries, like, is the issue city match up? Does the seal of the logo match up? Like, you're trying to check all these things for counterfeit passports, where it just becomes so cumbersome. I just, I'm, eh, it was okay, but I don't really don't want to do it anymore. I could see why. Honestly, this is, I, I'm, I'm going to laugh when, like, five years down the line, it comes out that this is some kind of social experiment <laughs> to see if people are willing to work in their off time as well as their, you know, job time. Yeah. So that you're just working. That's, that's kind of, so I've been kind of messing with that. It's one of those heavy interactive games, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, it's what gets people, you know, involved in, sort, in those sorts of games. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. It's sometimes. a cool, like, uh, not like life lesson, but one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I'm glad I don't have to do this shitty job where I have to like work for the government and hope my family can stay alive and hope I have enough money to get food, you know. That reminds me, I also want to ask, what kind of electric company shuts off your power every single day? <laughs> 
Like, I thought it was a monthly basis thing. I don't know. Why do I have to pay, pay rent every day? Who knows? It's, it's also a good question. It's a video game. It's a video game. Hey. You know what? Right. You know what sounds like a better version of that, where you don't have to worry about, like, sick kids and wives and everything? What's Five that? Nights Five at Nights at Freddy's. Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> where you only have to worry about these animatronic people trying to kill you. Yeah. Just work. Yeah. That's all I have to worry about. That's all I have to worry about. <laughs> I worked five nights, didn't get murdered, and made a hundred bucks. Yay! <laughs> I make more money letting people through or not through my border than they do. Than they do and they're actually going to get murdered. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it, it, it. I really liked it on iPad. It really works well on iPad. So if you have an okay. iPad, I think it's like eight bucks. If you liked it on PC, I don't know if it's enough again to, to play through. Mm-hmm. Um. But I really liked it. It was, it was cool on iPad. And then uh, we, you know, we were kind of bullshitting about it at the beginning of the show, but uh, Nick, you've been playing Hearthstone with me. Yes. What do you think of the Goblins and Gnomes expansion so far? Are you digging it? Do you like the new the new mech class and stuff? I'm digging it. It's very interesting, but I, like as we've discussed already, it seems like mech is starting to over-centralize yeah. several classes. Yeah, I get, I'm get. i tired of playing mages now with their <clears throat> power mechs. It's right. just driving me nuts. I mean, it makes sense. It's interesting seeing how some cards, like, were never played or now being played again. Right. Like Antonidas, the mage legendary, uh, he had no value at all in the beginning game, but now since the spare parts or spells that a lot of these mech cards give you, they're cheap spells, he's able to get like free fireballs you can to drop really like, like, mess your opponent up. Right, yeah. you can drop three one-cost mana spells from the spare parts and get three fireballs. Yeah. And then like we saw Trump do yesterday... Just pop two fireballs mm-hmm. and one fell reaver to the face and and you just over. did like what is that like six twelve twenty twenty damage, damage. yeah just like that mm-hmm. just like that so it, it it's interesting watching the meta shift for if you want to be like inside baseball Hearthstone talk but I mean sure um <laughs> <laughs> we won't go too deep into it because I know people like Vaughn don't really care. But I mean, it, I'm, I'm always me. willing to listen, though. It's <laughs> it, it's interesting yeah, from time it, to time. It's just interesting watching the meta shift and what what decks a lot of the uh, these popular streamers we like watching are experimenting with. Sure. I mean, uh, Trump was running that Fell Reaver deck, and I built it and I started playing it today, which is pretty. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's like this, you know, weird zoo kind of hunter deck, but then drop cheap eight damage minion. Yeah, it burns like half your deck, but punch him in the face for eight. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. You get two eight punches, three eight punches, and over. you don't have to worry about burning your deck when they're dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so does anybody else play anything else this week? Nothing. <laughs> I've just been spending hours unlocking things. <laughs> been Wor- worst unlock system ever. Yeah, I have to agree <laughs> with that. So we're gonna take another break. Yeah. Listen to some Persona Four jams. So stick around. Woo. Gamer Express will be right back.
You know, I've never heard that remix before. God, it's really good. Yeah, it's you're so right. Because um, on the Persona 4 soundtrack I have, there's like eight different versions of I'll Face Myself. That's actually not one of them. So maybe that's own, like maybe Golden it has its own specific yeah. soundtrack. So that's really yeah. cool. Let's read some news. Ooh. Capcom Cup was this past weekend, and they displayed their first, I guess, live match of Street Fighter Five. Did y'all watch this? I watched oh, that. Yeah. I mean, that was like the only thing I watched. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I saw. Yeah. Two. So, I mean, it does look like four, but it looks less like four than I initially thought. Or is that just in my head? I think so, too. Okay. Pecs for days. Yeah. <laughs> Ryu's fucking ripped in this one. So, I don't understand Street Fighter that much. So, I don't really, like, notice if there's any nuances or little differences there's in just that thing. There's definitely some new things that I haven't mean, been in, like, or I don't know if it's been in other street fighter games but definitely not in four though like stage transitions i was about to say because yes. towards the end of the match when you did like their final kick since she sent you know chun Li through the wall into like a noodle shop yeah. and it was funny because like there's this little like comical cut scene where she hit a table and like noodles fell on your head her head You're like aha that's funny you know but then the next match starts and the noodle bowl is still on her head what yeah that for me, that, that's kind of absurd, because in no real fight, <laughs> is someone going to get up and be like, all right, well, we got to keep fighting. I've got this noodle or she's on my head. doing, like, hurricane kicks, and it just stays on her head she's the whole time. around, <laughs> and it's still there. You're right. No way is that going to happen. Like, at the start of the fight, yeah, it's funny. But I feel like it should have fallen off, like, 27 yeah, following yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. Even, like, when, when she won that match, she did, like, her final, like, victory pose, and it's just still there. <laughs> I wonder how many other like little hats. Well, oh god, they took an idea from Valve. Microtransactions hats. No. <laughs> There's also like ground bounces and stuff like that, which haven't been in any other like previous Street Fighter game. Oh really? At least Taking not, that from at least, Marvel. At least not that I've seen. When's Marvel? <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> never. Again. Was there any parrying? I know last week we were hoping that parrying would come back. Was, was, did you see any of that in there? Uh, not that I, I noticed. I didn't notice okay. any parrying. Mm. Like because all the the characters seem to have some kind of like elemental powers now too. Yeah. Like Chunli had like some water, water thing hands. going on. Yeah. Water hands. She's they like built up their before, EX so. meter. Like they had two different length EX meters at the bottom. And, mm-hmm. and what, what like then they had a revenge meter. Really well, that, that's that's always been in since four. Oh okay. See okay. that's what we call X factor. Oh okay. is that right? <laughs> it's where uh, you mash all the buttons together. Right, and it's where Lucario's aura maxes out, <laughs> and he murders you. And then they also announced a new character, uh, Charlie Nash from the Alpha series, is going to be in this game. That's cool, because yeah. Charlie was one of my favorite Street Fighter characters. Well, there you so. go. Now he's back, somehow. Yep. He's been gone for a long time, too, mm-hmm. so that was kind of yeah. cool. He's supposed to be dead, spoiler right. alert. If you follow <laughs> well, that, I that, actually, that Street Fighter lore. I actually did bring that up, <laughs> and I was told that my first mistake was trusting Street Fighter lore. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, Street Fighter lore doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so that's pretty accurate. Let's see. Um, more Hearthstone talk. It's now available for Android tablets. Amazing. And if you can do some crazy work around Android phones. Really? It's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, you can, like, sideload it or root your phone and put oh. Android on your phone. It's not, like, official. Like, because okay. they have a restriction that it has to be played on, like, a six-inch screen, which most phones aren't, even, like, the giant phones. Yeah. So Mine's, like, five and a yeah. quarter. But, I mean, you could probably root your phone and play Hearthstone. It's whether you want to root your phone just to play Hearthstone. No. Yes. <laughs> yes, apparently. And if you... Uh, Denied. <laughs> I need to. Go, I, I have this old Android tablet I gave to my sister. I need to go get it because if you play Hearthstone, 
on the Android tablet, you get a free pack of cards. All you gotta do is like log in real quick and yep. grab it. I actually got that from my iPad. I do remember that now. Mm-hmm. when I first logged in. They were like, have some cards. Well, now you like, can do it yeah, again right. for Android. Okay. Um, as we all know, Sony got hacked from by North Korea or something. And in all of the leaked emails and messages, you know, there's a lot of stuff, but video mm-hmm. game related, it shows that Nintendo was working on making a Mario movie with Sony. Yeah. An animated I, Mario film. I did hear about that. Thoughts? I mean, we all know how oh. great the last Mario movie was. But that was live action. That that I was that was sarcasm one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I still enjoyed that movie for what it was, though. So I, I loved it as a kid, but as an adult, I'm like, why did I like this? Why do I still want to watch this? And I watch it anyway. Because you know it's funny now. Yeah. <laughs> I just right. don't. I don't see a, like a cartoon Mario. I mean, we already had. And the Mario Super Mario Super Show that was also really bad. So I don't know, unless it's gonna be like like Mario 3D World graphics or something or Galaxy graphics with, but I don't want Mario talking for more than like let's go, you know? Like, right. Otherwise, it's not like Mario. Yeah. I mean, I imagine it's gonna be better than that Sonic the Hedgehog movie they're working on. That's true. Mm. Wait, what? Yeah, we we discussed this on the show like about a few months. Back. Oh yeah, I remember. Like this they're now. they're working yeah. on an animated Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Now the now the only thing i would like to see because they could probably do something with it if like the lego movie guys jumped on this because when i first heard of they're making a lego movie it's like well what the fuck are they going to do with that but that turned out to be one of the best movies of this year in my opinion yeah for sure So i could see them doing something where like maybe it's a little like tongue-in-cheek a little like self-awareness where maybe they're playing go-karts and then they're playing tennis and then they're running on jumping on things because that's everything mario does you know and then all of a sudden mario has to punch sonic in the face (laughs) i would i would pay to watch that yeah so (laughs) there also better be cat suits it's in like super early production no one's been attached to it yet and who knows since it got leaked if this will even still exist but i thought that was interesting that that was included in all that sony you know nonsense yeah. yeah let's see fascinating Remember last week when we talked about Square Enix trolling everyone at the PlayStation Experience with Final Fantasy VII? Yep. Because Coming I wasn't PlayStation on the show for that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, Wait. you saw it, though. No, I saw it, and I, did, I said that. <laughs> I'm going to need another one of those in about three seconds. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy IV will be $16 on PS4. Uh, <laughs> that seems a little high, right? It's highway robbery for a game that came out so long ago. I don't think I paid that much for getting it on PSP, getting no. it to my Vita. I think I only paid like what, like nine dollars? Like even that seven eight, something, something like that. Know. Yeah. Something like that. So yeah, sixteen dollars on PS4. I am guessing y'all would not pay this price. That's more money than there are Final Fantasy games. <laughs> oh not if you count all the bullshit and all the sequels. Yeah, none Next. of that none of that shit counts. Ten two. Oh my 13, god. Two. 13.3. Supposedly those were better than 13.1, but Damn. I still don't feel like bothering to play them. And y'all know me. I'm the guy who usually is ready to throw money at Square Enix for anything. I am not going to do this because nope. at this point, they are just being a bunch of assholes. I mean, you already own the game, right? In so many ways. Yeah. yeah There's so. no point in me throwing many more money at them for this, so I'm not going to do it. Um, they announced, back to Capcom, I'm jumping around, sorry. No, it's cool. Um, they announced that DMC, you know, the Devil May Cry reboot, is coming out on PS4 oh. as DMC Definitive, with, which will be, you know, 1080p, 60 frames a second. Is it part I, of PlayStation Plus? 
No. Damn it. <laughs> the, 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 the original one was, like the PS3 version. But I really like that game. Not enough to play it again, but um, for those who didn't play it and have a PS4, I recommend checking out DMC. And then I'll have to check it out. I really out. liked it. Um, I, that's, not, not them. that's the only Devil May Cry game I ever played. And I played it before the patch came out that made his hair white. But I really didn't care because I didn't really know anything about that. But that game is nuts and awesome and great. You should play all the rest of them then. I hear 2 is really bad and so is 4. Yeah, 2 is not very good. 4 is okay, but 1 and 3 are amazing. Okay, okay. I played Project X-Zone that had Dante in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that really counts. I played Super Sony Smash Brothers and that had Dante in it. Don't think that counts either. That was really bad. In fact, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, anybody at this table play Minecraft? Nope. Long ago, but I have played it. Yes. Do you wish there was a single-player narrative to Minecraft? How is that even possible? Telltale announced yesterday that they're going to make a Minecraft story game. Interesting. I have no words. So Telltale <laughs> seems to be spreading them out, spreading themselves out even thinner. Which, with you know, they just wrapped up Walking Dead season two. They just wrapped up season one of Wolf Among Us. They just released episode one of Game of Thrones and Tales from the Borderlands, and now they're making a Minecraft game. Looks like they're just hard at work. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, good for them. You know, they're they're getting paid. Well, yeah, they're getting paid. They're obviously spreading out over multiple different. Um, stories so to speak minecraft i mean i don't really know how you can make a story it's obviously gonna have to be made up mm -hmm. unless minecraft now has a story and i'm just that far out of the loop of it i mean so i always thought the story of minecraft was you like whatever you did whatever yeah like stories you had i mean i mean well you could argue borderlands they made a story for borderlands yeah, yeah. not much not much there so it'll be interesting to see like twitter was seen really excited uh, yesterday when I was checking it after the announcement came out. I... <laughs> like, oh, fuck, yeah, Minecraft. Okay, whatever. I, I don't get the Minecraft thing. I'm not that I'm not that, I don't that generation that... Well, I guess the old folky generation. I don't I don't get the Minecraft stuff, but good for those who are excited about it. Yeah, I, absolutely. I was a little confused. I don't know if this is going to be like part of Minecraft or it's going to be like its own game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just right. now there's a single-player mode or a story mode or whatever, but that will either be revealed... Or it's already been revealed, and I'm just an idiot. The mm. holiday Steam sale started yesterday. Oh, shit. Rip wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so be sure to go buy our games. Remember, only buy them when they're on flash sale or daily deal. Vote in all the community things. Sell those stupid cards at a quarter each. <laughs> buy another game with them. So that's going on until January, I believe, 5th. Okay. So through the new year. So, But they're, they're all usually about two to two and a half weeks. The major sales, you know, the summer and the, uh, the winter sale. Yeah. Um, so Ubisoft, remember, for those who bought the season pass for Assassin's Creed Unity, they're going to be getting a free game to make up for yeah. that. Yes, we discussed that several weeks ago. If you don't sue them. Ah! <laughs> so they just released this thing where to get your free game, you have to agree to this terms of service. And it, one, the main thing is don't sue us. Wow, <laughs> over this, they've that you've kind Man, of reached, some people were really pissed off about that. <laughs> game. You've reached yes. an all-time low as a game developer when you have to bribe people with free games on the consensus that they don't sue you in return well, for making such a bad game. When at first they offer you a free game and then two weeks later say, "Please don't sue us to take this free game." Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's that's wow. 
Good job, Ubisoft. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And this is more of like uh, meta news. I got an email from iTunes saying they're working on maintenance. So um, podcasts going up between the 22nd, which won't affect this week's show, to 1.5 may take a couple days to go up, maybe? And like new podcasts will be take longer to be approved, and then there might be a delay in posting episodes. So it should affect this week, but for some reason... Game of the year or any future episodes are a couple days late. Blame Apple. I will. Also, SoundCloud said they're going down for maintenance either Thursday or Friday of this week, so I might have trouble posting this episode anyway. Can I sue Apple and SoundCloud? (laughs) (laughs) But you won't get a free game. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all the news I have for this week. That's a lot more news than I thought there would be in December without any crazy, you know, PlayStation experience or Jeff Keighley Awards. So True. <laughs> I've got a little bit of news though. Oh, what you got, Vaughn? Okay. Well, you know how like some fighting games do like balance patches and stuff like that. I do. Do you wish there was that that kind of sort of thing in Smash Bros. In the, at the competitive level? No, because I really don't care. Well, but I'm sure you do. I, yes. Well, too bad. No. Because Masahiro Sakurai has stated that his dev team has no future plans to do more balance patches. So this is so it. So the one that we got, that's what we're going to stick with, it looks like. That man has said a lot of things. <laughs> he said a lot of things, yes, but... Up to and not limited to, the Wii U version is going to come out before the 3DS. The 3DS <laughs> version is going to come out in the summer. Um, we're not doing any downloadable characters. I'm not making another Smash Brothers game. I'm not making <laughs> another Smash Brothers game times two. He, um, had, he's, he seems pretty intent upon, like, finishing it this time, you know? <laughs> So who's like the, he's he's been he's been dropping these subtle hints in his picks of the day, saying, "Man, it's break time, but I promised y'all Mewtwo, so I can't do it yet." Stuff <laughs> like that. So I think he's probably ready to be done with it, just like every other Smash game that he's done. Like he does like a little bit afterwards, and then he's finished with it forever. All I'll say on that is I'll let actions speak louder than words. True. True. Be, I it, mean, and even still, that doesn't necessarily mean that. There won't be balance patches from somebody. They yeah. may not just be from Project you know, M two. <laughs> Project M U M U. Oh, that's a good if, one. If, Ooh, it, I like if that. it gets to that point, he also stated like that if there's like any sort of like balance that you, that we want to do between us and our friends, that we could use the equipment that's in the game. So you have seems, to play for three hundred hours you, to unlock everything to balance it. <laughs> yes. Which means, like, yeah, pretty much that. Like, it seems like it does somewhat get the job done by doing that, but at the same time, it's also kind of half-assed. Yeah, or lazy. Yeah. Kind of half-assed or wholeheartedly (laughs) half-assed? Okay, very much (laughs) half-assed. Because it's just like, okay, instead of actually, like, taking the time to, like, try and, like, you know, do a good project and, like, doing it all, like, with your dev team and, like, doing all the hard work and stuff like that. You just put this random number generator shit in here for us yep. to unlock for 300 plus hours so and you don't have to do any of it. Yeah, and honestly, that's a shame because I might be one of the only people, but I was excited when the first patch came out because I was like, oh, they're going to patch Smash Brothers games. Yep, it seemed like it was actually, you know, I was pretty excited too, and it seemed like they were actually, you know, trying Right. This time. They even but... nerfed my main character, her Greninja, in several different ways, but I still wasn't mad about it. I was like, yes. Well, now you should good. be. Well, now I should be, because he's stuck that way. <laughs> yep. 
and he also made one more point saying like the the what they do plan on doing is not necessarily balance patching but like working on more online functionality so i'm not exactly sure what ex what that means i guess try to make online better make eight player online mode i guess Super or servers. like or like do more <laughs> custom stuff like with for glory or something of the sort i don't know maybe but i don't know don't really care too much for that because online is still kind of ass anyway. Yeah. It's, it's filled with nothing but people that just roll spam all day. <laughs> it's not really... Don't fun. roll spam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I could see, like, one more, like, possible quote-unquote balance patch whenever Mewtwo comes. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Until Pretty like much, other than that, though, I don't think we're getting anything. I think Mewtwo will probably be the last thing that we get. Fair enough. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how that's pretty much what it boils down to. It sucks. That's understandable. Any characters that you wanted to be buffed, probably not gonna get that much Too more. Bad. Any characters that are that were viewed as OP and are still OP, cough cough, Diddy Kong, <laughs> probably Sheik. not going to go down very far. Sheik as well. So, hmm. so we'll see. Pick up Lucario. We'll see if that man's a dirty liar. <laughs> or if he'll stick to his word this time. We'll see. <laughs> uh new releases for this week. <gasps> <laughs> okay, so a couple games that existed before are coming out again. So Resogun's coming out on PlayStation Vita. Which Resogun was cool when the PS4 was first came out and there were no games for it. <laughs> no, it's alright. It's not bad. That'd be kind of cool to play on Vita. And sure. Duck Hunt is coming out <laughs> on Christmas Day on a Wii U virtual console. That seems like an odd Christmas Day choice, but okay. Yeah, so that's it for your new releases this week. Oh, and then... Well, that was quick. <laughs> uh, I think Shantae... Oh yeah, the Wii U is coming out Christmas Day as well. Yeah, I thought that already came out, so I didn't write it down. I think it came out on 3DS. Now, yeah, we said that before. That's it. You're right. Another Shantae game's coming out on Wii U uh, as well. That was on 3DS. 3DS. Now it's Wii U. Yay. Good job, Nick. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I'm helping. Emails. I'm glad I'm the only one excited for emails. GameWareExpress at gmail.com. You didn't say if we had any. It's an email. It's an email. What? What? It's email. the email address. Anthony from Tokyo writes in. All right. Now we're Let's in there. Now go. I'm hyped. So you have to say if we have some or not. I wouldn't be excited for emails if we didn't have any emails, Vaughn. I mean, sometimes you just go in there and then, like, we don't have any, you know? Hello, Gameware Express crew. It's getting colder and colder. Not here. And more and more, <laughs> I am finding myself wanting to stay indoors and play some of them video games. What are some games that you remember getting for the Christmas season? Talking straight nostalgia. For me, it was the N64 with the Pod Racer bundled in. Such memories. Good. Any good uh, Christmas video game memories? Back in the summer, I think it was like, well, not summer, but uh, winter, I guess, or around the new year. I think it was either 94 or 95. Uh, the Nintendo was starting to put out like these bundles, I guess, of multiple SNES cartridges. And... One of those featured Donkey Kong Country and Mega Man X. So, cool. <laughs> yeah, two awesome but really hard games, and I I literally played those for like the the whole year after whatever year that was. So, wow. yeah, most mem most memorable games getting that around the the holidays. Yeah, those. Excellent, cool. excellent. For me, it was also the Super Nintendo. Um, I got Yoshi's Island. Super Mario World 2 with my Super Nintendo. And I remember looking at it and going, man, that art style, even as a kid, that art style is pretty 
different. Yep. I kind of <laughs> like it. <laughs> and I greatly enjoyed it. Plus, I liked Yoshi. And so a game that was all about Yoshi, I was all about Yoshi. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yoshi. And so... And for me, I just I enjoyed trying to get all the points for every level. And I, as a kid, I got stuck in the World 5 sub-boss because I couldn't push him back and kill his heart before he pushed me off the edge. Oh. Yeah, well, it was good. It was great. That was my fun. Excellent. Um, I think last year, for our, around this time, we did our Christmas memories. Like, intro question, I told the story how I got my PS2. So I'm not going to rehash that. But I do remember when I got the PS2 that day, we put in Madden 01. And that game like blew my mind back then because you know you had to set the time and date on your PS2. And when you loaded up the game, it was like, Merry Christmas! We're here to play football. And that like oh, snap. I was like, it's a, it knows the date. It knows it's Christmas. <laughs> and then when we played it, like we set it to snowing, and you could like see their footprints like stay oh. on the ground, and like the, and then like the field would stay messed up in the middle where most of the game was played. So like when I was 11 and got my PS2, and was playing that. So that's a, that's a, that's the game. Uh, my dad and I played the most was like Blitz and all the football games. These are the sports games. Sure. So getting to play that and like hearing them say Merry Christmas and seeing like you know next gen PS2 and seeing how oh, things yeah. changed, that was really cool. And compared to how now Madden games come out on like PS3 and PS4 with features removed and they're all pretty much shit like the first time around. <laughs> well, maybe this one was too, and I was just 11 and didn't know. But you know the PS2 with the with playing Madden 01 on Christmas Day that was really cool. That was, that was fun. And then, let's see. His second question, he says, I see more indie games coming to iOS. It makes me happy to see some games like Papers, Please, and FTL on my iPad or iPhone. What are some games that you would like to see um, do well on mobile phone? I mean, I'm sorry. What games that you like do you think could actually do well on the mobile platforms? Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? I mean. Yeah. 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 Have you played a platform on an iPhone before? Yeah. I mean, I have. It's hard, but... It's worth it. I would do it. Okay. Yeah. That, that's a good answer. I, I honestly don't have one, because the only game I wanted to come to mobile did, and that's Hearthstone. So... <laughs> <laughs> but, like I said earlier, like, Papers, Please just feels right at home sure. on, on, on iPad. I just... A lot of the indie games I play are platformers. I'm just not a big fan of platformers on, on mobile. Sure. So that's why I can't really think of think of much. But, yeah, Shovel Knight. If I could play Shovel Knight always everywhere i go and i can because i have it on 3ds and i'm gonna buy it again on you know ps4 and vita but sure. more options are never bad Absolutely. right right also like that i was just gonna say also one game this came out a long time ago mobile um the world ends with you yeah on the ipad was absolutely phenomenal really oh my god well, because it's all about touch screening and swiping the but screen. They had two, like they had, but the the thing was that they had two fighters on two screens on the DS. How does that work? You, with both iPad? of your fighters are now on one screen, and oh, okay. have, they're basically like another uh, badge or oh, okay. pin. And it made some of the fights a lot harder because right. I think those twins you were fighting one below and one above. Well, mm -hmm. now they're both on the same screen. I could see where that would be an issue. That yeah, was right. hard for me. Mm -hmm. But I, I just a big. It was just one big screen, and I really enjoyed that on the iPad. Cool. And then he gives us his... Um, he's been playing through Fire Emblem for the first time, so he sent us a progress report on that. Wonderful! He says, OMG, I love it. I've always loved Advanced Wars, and I don't know how I missed out on this series. Which it's one is he so playing? I think he's playing the GBA. Okay. I think, the I believe Sacred Stones, I believe. Uh, no, I think it's just Fire Emblem. Okay. Is that the one with Lynn, the GBA? Cor think. Correct me they, if I'm wrong, made, Anthony, they, but they, I'm pretty I, sure. They th I think they made two on GBA. Okay. 
There's like the Sacred Stones and then the other one. I forget. It's probably just Fire Emblem. But they did make two on GBA, but I'm pretty sure. Um, he said he was just doing the original. So I, I keep meaning to go back and playing the one on 3DS because I did like it. I just kind of quit playing it. Now I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. You need so to finish it. The one on 3DS is just. I know that's what I hear. It blew easily, my world away. Easily one of the best ones but, ever. But. Hearthstone. But Fire yeah. Emblem, dude. But you can make your anime waifus marry each other and have babies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to miss out on this? Like, you, you, I know you like to say that you're not really like into that, the anime bullshit stuff, but think Dangarapa with Advance Wars. And then you have Fire Emblem Awakening. I do like or, both of those games. Yeah. Persona 4 <laughs> dating, and then poof, they get married and have a child. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's the good kind of anime bullshit. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> I promise. Thanks for the thanks for the questions, Anthony. Uh GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. So let's wrap it up with special stages. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I saw the Hobbit Battle of Five Armies a couple of nights ago. Okay, how was that? I thought it was really, really good. It actually like gives off that moment of closure for like everything that's been going on through like the lord of the rings movies and now these this set of movies how many made-up characters are in this movie uh from what i could tell there's like only one i say this like at least i don't remember him being in the book but it's been a long time since i read the book yeah like all the made-up characters that you like that have come from the from this series of movies or like the lord of the rings series of movies like most of them are from the Silmarillion, which is like the extended oh, universe. Okay, yeah. And then like Figwit oh. was just something the fans made. So <laughs> I say this like it matters. I don't. I I think I read The Hobbit in eighth grade because I had to. I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't really read Lord of the Rings. So I, I don't know the difference, but I just this, this did not need to be three movies. But I guess I saw the first two, so I guess I'll see the third one. Sure. Okay. It's good. Okay. It's it really probably good. will be good if you don't remember what happens. <laughs> you know. I don't. Okay. Well, enjoy. So. What about you, Nick? Um, a lot of my life lately has been preparing for baby. Um, like a week or two ago, we built. I built the crib. I built the crib. Well, no, I did. <laughs> Dad. I did. I really did Good build job. the crib myself. Proud of you, buddy. I was excited. I built those bookcases over there that the listeners can't see, and that's the only thing I've well, built. That's pretty awesome. They're two six-foot-tall bookcases that nice. my games are on. I built a couple of Lego cars. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I, I built this crib with my own hands for my own son, and it felt really good. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able and, to use your own hands to lay him in it and be yep. like, I made all of this. Including you. <laughs> <laughs> I might start looking up to the skies and be like, is this how it feels to be a god? <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, that was really good. And then the other part besides work is I'm often finding myself amiibo hunting oh, online. Yeah. Because. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of like doing a little bit of it myself, but not as much as this guy is. No. I mean, we managed got snag like... We Fit. Did you? No, I'm asking you. We no, Fit. I did not. Villagers because... or Marth? No. And no. People Mars are always like calling the store asking for. Oh, I'm sure. Three. I've been watching like every online retail store like a hawk. Aren't more going out soon too? Well, it was funny because uh, the other day on Twitter, I want to say it was yesterday at like noon, the Nintendo World Store in I saw New York City that or favorite that yeah was like, hey, we just got more Marth villagers and we fit trainers, and 30 minutes later they were like, and they're gone. 
<laughs> and it was obviously like, people now okay damn i was gonna say obviously people want these why don't they make them but i think maybe these people want these just because they want to sell them because they're not making them a anymore. lot of people right is scalping if they didn't announce that they weren't making these anymore i doubt anyone would be rushing out to buy the Wii fit trainer amiibo correct and i think that might be partly why they're doing it yeah i've discussed this with my wife it's kind of creating what i'm calling i'm not an ec- economist economist <laughs> Okay. Whatever that word is, they're creating their own artificial demand. This is no, it's it's this is marketing. This it's is not a absolutely this is brilliant, brilliant marketing. because what they're doing is, what they released the first wave of amiibos. People bought the ones they wanted, and that was it. All of a sudden, we learned that Marth, Villager, and We Fit Trainer are pretty much going to be very limited supply. All of a sudden, not only are everybody trying to buy those specific three. But now the new question remains, well, which ones in the future are they going to do this with? Right. Which yep. then creates people buying them in mass just, you know, just, just in case. case. Got to catch them all. And so, yeah, exactly. And so it's created this whole supply and demand chain in Nintendo's favor where Amiibos, where originally were going to sell pretty decently, mm-hmm. are now practically another printing yeah of no, money I mean, for nintendo nintendo's great marketers they're really good at what they do and that kind of thing so <laughs> good luck sir you can't thank you, you can't see it and right for now those, making, he's, he's making, making it, it rain <laughs> vaughn's making it rain and for those of you who didn't know uh target released the rosalina wave 3 amiibo for pre-order online <laughs> and it's gone at two o'clock in the morning and, it's gone. and it was gone by 235 <laughs> or something along those lines so uh, if you're not a night owl guess what you don't have a rosalina amiibo on your pre-order list my thing is i was probably awake at the time i just didn't know that it was going to happen. well most people weren't <laughs> checking like crazy yeah. Like I do during the day. If it had been during the day, I probably would have gotten one because I've gotten the rest of Wave 3, just not Rosalina on pre-order. <laughs> I was just happy that I got my Zelda amiibo. For sure. <laughs> now I don't have to worry about her. I just I'm, got her in today. I'm just happy I have my nun amiibos. Oh. Adam hates amiibos, so... <laughs> So does Steven. <laughs> but he's not here. You know, I imagine he's probably surrounded by Japanese amiibo love everywhere. He probably is. So. <laughs> he, he texted me earlier saying he just bought this like Pikachu dressed up like Charizard plush for like 20 bucks. And those are going for like 50 bucks on eBay right They're now. They're insanely sought after. Mm-hmm. I wanted one, but I just know that it's not something I can deal yeah. with right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for mine, I'm a little disappointed because these Sony leaks have also brought... Disappointing news. A uh, movie I've been excited for, for since I first heard about it for the past eight months. Uh, the interview has been canceled and is no longer coming out next week. What? I mean, if you for some reason haven't heard of this. <laughs> when I first heard about it, I mean, it. the original thing I heard was James Franco and Seth Rogen are going to kill Kim Jong-un, the leader of North Korea. And I was like, I need to see this movie right now. We actually first saw that trailer when we were watching 22 Jump Street. That and was we, where we said, saw it. yes. What? Um, so after the Sony hack, they're they're now claiming it was North Korea who hacked this because they're upset because they're making this film. And it was mm. still going to come out next week, but then like certain movie chains didn't want to play it because they were like, we're going to bomb movie theaters on a 9/11 scale and like it's a fucking movie about like these two stoners Yep. We were probably high during the whole thing. Yep. Are going to kill Kim Jong Un, and it's just yep. like so now after like AMC and Regal said they just weren't going to show it, and I'm like, well, fuck. and then earlier this week Sony was just like, hey, yeah, 
we're not we're we're not gonna make this we're not gonna release this movie. <laughs> Some yeah. people just get very it's... very offended by these sorts of things. The terrorists <laughs> win, Vaughn. When this happens, like I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. I'm sorry. I have a feeling. I mean, I, it, there's no way they're just gonna t- take a 44 million dollar hit. Cause that's how much cost to make this movie they're, they're still release it probably you know on demand or blu-ray or sure. just wait like three months for all this to blow over sure and still release just not it, in theater do a silent release yeah, like, but, yeah so and then uh the alamo draft house you know all over texas patner mm-hmm. just finally getting one 2016 we're like yeah well you know what instead of showing the interview we'll show team america for the 10th anniversary and do like a sing-along and then yesterday they came out paramount pulled all team america showings and I'm like, are you serious? The terrorists win the again. The terrorists is a double win. That's like, so am, are they going to pull Team America kind of. off Netflix? Should I go watch it right now? I mean, can go I not buy, buy it on Amazon? I, I, I was going to buy it yesterday. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> um, and then I realized that I didn't have it, and then I didn't. And then they announced the news that they're pulling it. I'm like, well, shit, maybe I need to go buy it now. Uh, well, it's my Martha Amiibo. Like, a Martha Amiibo and Team America Blu-ray are going to be hanging out together. <laughs> no one can find them. So that's just really uh, fucking shitty. Like, yeah. It just shows that you can just instill fear in anyone and get your way, but whatever. Yeah, um, hopefully much. this movie comes out because I want to see it. I like, like, Pineapple Express and all those stupid, like, Seth Logan, sure. James Franco stoner films. Like, I liked all those. And the fact that they have to go to North Korea to kill Kim Jong-un. It's hilarious. It was it's just hilarious. a comedy, it's obviously. A it's... And it actually, it's probably picking on more of like American media and the way it's hyped up because the thing is, is Franco's like this popular like de- talk show host, and that's how he booked. And Kim Jong Un is a fan. That's how he booked the trip to North Korea so he can be on the show. And then the CIA asked okay. him to kill him. So it just kind of makes fun of like how America is. It's just like Team America is, is just a spoof on America as it is on you know Kim Jong Il in North Korea. Sure. So that's why it's all dumb. So yeah, dumb. but that's our show this week yay <laughs> you can follow me on twitter where i bitch about team america and the interview i'm at adam arinder you can follow me on twitter where i bitch about freaking unlocking crap in smash brothers <laughs> 4 at v for extreme 12 and you can follow me on twitter at nicarot where i bitch about amiibo scalpers <laughs> You can find Gameware on Facebook, game I mean Facebook.com slash gameware BR. You can also find this podcast on Facebook slash Gameware Express. You know it's Christmas time. Why don't you go buy your games from Gameware? That's cool. Uh <laughs> you can also listen to us on iTunes, leave us a review there. That'd be the only that's the only thing I want for Christmas, Vaughn. iTunes reviews. Five stars preferably. You can also um favorite us on SoundCloud, listen on Xbox Music, Google Play. We're like all over now. And I think that's pretty much everything, yeah, right? You you, you said well, everything. Well, give those Hearthstone points back. I'm going to go like the podcast. <laughs> except, except for the whole SpeakPipe thing. Oh, yeah. And send us your game of the year, guys. We want to hear from you. Go to speakpipe.com slash express. Leave us a voicemail, and it'll be on the show next week. This is our last, quote, like I said, quote-unquote live, not live, real recording of 2014. Because next, next week, the day after Christmas, we're obviously not going to be recording on Christmas. So we'll have our game of the year show. Listen in. And let us know if you agree or disagree with our picks. Email us or speak pipe us that you hate us or love us. Be sure to leave nice messages or else we'll be very offended when we'll be forced <laughs> to pull your comments away. I saw people on like Reddit being like, hey, North Korea, can you threaten to or make Sony give Spider-Man back to Marvel? And all this <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. Hey, North Korea, could you make Nintendo make more Amiibos? <laughs> That'd be cool. 
So thank you so much for joining us again uh, tonight, Nick. Oh, it's always love having you on the show, Vaughn. Oh yeah, son. So that's it. That's Game War Express. Have a great weekend. You'll hear us next week.